So we're going to obviously talk about chat GPT and a few other things as well. So let's go on to see who the special guest is today. He should be hiding somewhere, so let me turn him on. Uh, we have got Cormac on the show from Crosshaven Computers. Cormac, if you want to introduce yourself, let everyone know who you are, what you do, and uh, obviously if you've got any tips or anything for us today. Uh, yeah, Cormac from Crosshaven Computers. Um, tips tips for today. Um, we were talking about SEO and stuff beforehand, Phil. Again, let's, for me, let's talk about TikTok again. Uh, which good day, good day in the TikTok world. We sold a couple of laptops to people up the country from TikTok. But I was having, I, I was on, having a TikTok live with a friend of mine this morning, and we had a discussion. And um, if anyone's doing TikTok, we were saying now we can't prove it, but we it kind of makes sense that if you're putting up TikToks, you should put subtitles on them. I know people will say that we should be always subtitles on my ones, but the reason being is that you you would notice yourselves you know the way the websites if if you build your web website and if you build it friendly for deaf no for blind people i think it's something you can fix up your website to so that it can be read by blind people with readers or something and um, we were thinking that if you put subtitles on your tiktok it should by the nature of things tiktok should push it more because it should be for accessibility, because it's right for our people, you know, for people who, who have pro issues, not problems, but whatever. Um, they they should be able to read the TikToks. And it makes sense, because I was out in a, a bar last week, and I was early, and I was waiting for people, so I was on TikTok. But you're in a bar just sitting at the counter having a Coke. And I was like, the only TikToks I went to were people that I'd followed who had subtitles on their TikToks. So there's an awful lot of people who will be on buses and all these sort of things. So it's it's essential that you not everyone has their phones and or if they're scrolling through it in work, which you know under the counter sort of thing. It's definitely definitely better to put subtitles on your um on your videos, any videos in fact, Facebook, Instagram, um anything like that. Subtitles should be the way to go. Would be my answer to that one. Yeah, definitely good advice there. I must admit, I'm going to say a lot of people do watch and not listen to content these days, especially when you're swiping through things. It doesn't always um, show the sound straight away, so it can catch people's attention. Uh, right. Before we go any further, um, can you guys who are commenting, who are called Facebook user, can you click the <laughs> link I've put in the chat? So I'm going to put it in again there for you, and I'll also put it up on the screen as well. So if you can click on that link, I'll start the link in, which is chat.restream.io forward slash FB. That way your name will be shown, So rather than being called Facebook user. Now, I'm just going to go through the chat itself. Let's have a look. So we've got Richard saying evening all. We've also got Facebook user saying hi as well and evening all. So that's good. And we've also got another Facebook user waving and saying hello. I can see blue bolts just popped up at the top of the screen. Uh, Richard saying unmute your microphone. Who is it you're talking to, Richard? You, um, Phil, you are. You are. Uh, you are. We couldn't hear you. Can you hear me? We can hear you now. You can hear me now. Yeah, we could, yeah, it was only for the first minute, 10, 30 seconds, I think. That's what he meant. Anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Who, who yeah. knows? Uh, that's how, that's going you, live Richard. for you. But and hello, Peter. It's, it's working now. If, if you guys didn't know who I am, I'm Phil Griffiths, by the way, and this is Jenny. But there we go. Uh, right. So we've also got Peter Wyhouse saying evening. We've also got uh, Sean from Ireland as well. So if you're the King of Ireland, Coma, does that make him the prince? He's the prince. Like we were talking to Sean last week. We like Sean. Sean's one of my brothers. We like Sean. Oh, okay. I was going to say, are you related then if he's a prince? But uh, yeah. But there you go. So we've got uh, Richard also posting the link yeah. as well. Thank you, Richard. Uh, Blue Bolt saying hi. And and it was also at the start. Well, at least it's working now anyway. That's the main thing. Or is, it a, or is that a bad thing? So uh, it depends on if you want to listen to us or not. Right. Before we go any further, I think Jen's having a bit of a coughing fit at the moment, so I'll just give her a second or two. Uh, I'm going to go on to my news first, and then we'll come back to a 
for a tip. So let me just put the camera on me so you don't see it coughing everywhere. Your Phil is uh, Phil is muted again. Can everyone hear me by any chance? Phil, you're muted. Um, can it, if someone type in there, if you can hear me at least. These live shows. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you went away again, Phil. You left us. I don't think they could hear me either. Okay, I'm not sure what's happening there then, but uh, oh. how about now? Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, they could. If okay. you go again, lads, I'll just... Uh, would there be a coup de time? We'll take over the show at last. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Right. Okay. Let's let's go again. So right. So before we go on to the main topic, um, Chat GPT uh, and AI and so forth, I must admit my tip of the day is well, I've been fooling a lot of you to be honest with you the last few days. Um, there's a lot of content I've been posting. And a lot of you have been liking it. It isn't actually by me. It was written by ChatGPT. Um, so when I say that, I'll just get it up on the screen just to show you. This was very so, clever, actually. This was very interesting. Anyone in the yeah. chat there who who saw that and did they think it was real or did they think it was uh, I'm real? There's my words. If I can actually find it now, it's disappeared. But hey-ho, that's how it goes. Um, but basically, I asked, here we go, uh, write, um, ask ChatGPT to write about why people should support small independent computer repair business and um, stress uh, owners have to deal with. This is the post what, or what ChatGPT told me to write. Well, I didn't write, I copied and pasted it, and I posted it in Tech for Text and on the actual Patreon group. And that's what it tells you. So it tells you about supporting small business, computer repair business is important because they offer blah, 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 blah. But everyone wrote, thought I wrote it. I didn't chat GPT, did it? I wanted to do a demonstration or a test to see how people would actually react to it. And not only that, if you guys look at the title of the show in the chat, as well as the description of the show, that is all also written by chat. GPC. Okay, I have to ask a question. Are you, Phil, are you actually real? That's a good question. I'll come on to that in a few minutes. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> blow the lid no. right off. I'm beginning to question my own existence now as well, man. That's it. You, know, you, just, you just never know, to be honest. But um, I have a feeling that... Um, a, AI would do a better job than me, to be honest, and they'd make less mistakes. So uh, that's how you know AI, that to me, is the ums and the ahs, um, what I'm saying. Should I pop him upside the head to see if he says ow, and we'll know if he's real or not? <laughs> that's it. Can you hear Jen speaking? Yeah, we can hear. I think uh, I can hear anyway. Yeah, Okay. Just making sure. Right, okay. So let's go on to you, Jen, now that you're uh, better, I hope. <laughs> You've recovered. So can I get you to introduce yourself, let everyone know who you are, what you do, any tips and so forth for today? Oh, well, I'm Jenny here at Tech for Techs and the Managing Director, and I'm your editor of all the videos and content that you see. I'm also the person that calls you up and invites you to Tech Max. And if you haven't done so... Uh, please do get on the phone with me, shoot me an email over, and mm. uh, we'll get you sorted for TechMax. Okay, that's pretty good there. Nice one. So let's go on to just some of the uh, comments. Yes, you can hear you better, Spo. Thank you. Cormac's fine. Cormac's always fine, isn't he? Hey, fine. Cormac, I tell you what, show everyone what look your new microphone looks oh, like. Oh, yeah, it's camera. cool. It's I'm, I'm now... I'm since I'm off to Hollywood for my new podcast, tune in and watch on TikTok. I have a blue Yeti mic. It's not blue, it's the white person because it was 50 quid cheaper. Um, don't actually know why they'll call it blue Yeti, but they're very, very good. And if you look at Richard's there, are they using AI to make your eyes look at the camera now? Did you see that yet? That is amazing. The, who is doing that, Phil? Is it um, Adobe or this is I think it's Adobe? It is quite it's amazing. It's NVIDIA, actually. It's yeah, NVIDIA, yeah. I saw that yeah, on TikTok. 
It is. I'll uh, show you, actually. I've got it on this machine here. If you give me one second, I'll actually show it you working. So, add effect. Uh, um, I know, I know I... Peter would know. Peter, can I ask you one question? Have you been playing around with chat GPT? Come back with an answer. Maybe put into chat GPT and get an answer. <laughs> there we go. Right, let me just show you this thing with the eyes. Okay, so yeah. I am currently looking at my screen. I am not looking at the camera. I'll just turn the op the feature off. I'm looking down at the screen, as you can see. As soon as I turn the feature on, it looks up, and it looks like I am looking at the camera. I think it's a little bit fake, a little bit too oh, polished sorry, sometimes. Question. What software are you doing to use that? I know it's uh, NVIDIA, but is it built in? How is it? Is it a program? It's called... It's called NVIDIA Broadcast. Uh, I'll turn it back on. So it's called NVIDIA Broadcast. Uh, you can download it. It's a free download as long as you've got a GeForce. I think it's 2060 or better. So that's either a 2060, 2070, 2080, a 30 series or 40 series graphics card. So it gives you a rough idea. So it does work. I did actually a video on YouTube about it uh, a few days ago, actually. So... Uh, uh, you can look it up on there as well. So it's uh, surprising what it can do, and it does. It works, but sometimes it can look a little bit too spooky, to be honest with you. It just looks... But I it's think creepy. It's, it's just, if, uh, if you're at a distance, probably if you're streaming a game or something and you you just got yourself in the corner of the screen, it's fine. But if you put it on full screen, you can see it, uh, you can see it looks a little bit strange uh, or can look a little bit strange, especially when you're blinking sometimes or looking the opposite way because your eyes will suddenly go move one way and then another yeah. and so forth mm -hmm. don't look too natural but don't get me wrong it's very good very clever it's got the mannequin look in my opinion yeah it does have a bit of a mannequin look on there so yeah, but it, it, right yeah uh, anyway mm. yeah there we go so <laughs> yeah so peter's um, said as well peter um broadcast very uh briefly uh so yeah so it is clever software, and there are other things which I'm going to show you a little bit later in this. But also on this show, me and Cormac and Jenny are going to go through the plus and negatives of uh, AI as well, as in what's the benefits? Are there negatives? Yes, there are, but we'll come across those in a few minutes. But before that, something I've got to do is, and that's when I can find the button because I never can. Here we go. Can you go and meet hundreds of people just like you, strengthen existing relationships and forge new ones with vendors and distributors, and meet some of the biggest names in the industry, where you can go and see the newest tech and services that you need to make your IT business grow. And there'll be thousands of pounds worth of prizes up for grabs. Then what's more, you'll get that for a quid. TechMax 2023 will be on the 23rd of June at Magna Adventure and Science Centre near Meadowhall in Sheffield. This event will be over four times larger than last year's event, and this year's event will incorporate a live tech awards, dedicated meeting rooms, demo and interactive areas, and up to 800 other techs just like you. Get registered now at tftmax.com. Right. What right. So if you didn't get that, register at tftmax.com. And the reason why you should is because it's only a quid. You're going to have 800-ish, maybe more techs, vendors, distributors there, just like yourself, who you can chat with, get, obviously, information from them, get deals from them, you name it. They're there for you, and they want you to buy stuff from them in basics. So they're going to be offering you all sorts of deals. There's going to be prizes, all the usual stuff. So just make sure you are in attendance. It's only a pound to attend. We do have a 99p a ticket as well, which doesn't include lunch. But if you do want lunch, obviously, it's only one pence more, a pound. And we do have a new person who signed up. So I'm just going to show that now. So EADR, which is East Anglian Data Recovery, have signed up for the event. They will be in attendance. We will be shouting out quite a few more over the coming weeks uh, as the, all the contracts are all getting signed and dotted and everything now. So you'll be able to see roughly we're going to have, well, up to now we've signed around about, uh, sold around about 75, 80 table worth 
uh, of vendors. So there's 80 tables being sold out of 120. So there's going to be plenty of people there. Uh, you will see more information on the website. I'll put the link in the chat now for the website for anyone who wants to see it. It's just tftmax.com uh, and you'll be able to find it there or you can find it on the Tech4Tex website. One other thing which has happened today or we have done is if you go to the Tech4Tex website, so let me just get rid of that picture off the screen again. Sorry, bear with us. We're still in the new studio and uh, getting used to all the commands and everything. It looks a little bit like a a control tower at the moment with everything we've got going off. So multiple cameras, buttons, controls and everything. So we'll get there sooner or later. So let me bring up my shared screen. So if I can see around it. So here we go. Let me turn that on. So we have launched today. Let me turn the chat off just briefly as well. So let me just turn chat off. There we go. Uh, so you can join Tepetep's group as normal by just clicking join us on Facebook. That's fine. You can do that. So do it as normal. If you're not a member on Facebook, feel free. You can join up. We just ask you to fill the questions in and away you go. But we also have an option. You can do either or uh, both if you really want to. Uh, the new members forum, which has got other things as well. If you click on that link, it will take you to basically this page. It will ask you to register first. You won't be able to see the map until you do register. It's free to join. There's no charge. Before anyone from Computer Repairman or any other listings page starts panicking, it's not a listings for consumers. Wow. This is a listings and forums for Tech for Tech members, so people who are vendors in the trade and so forth. You can list yourself on the map. Again, we're only launching it today, so we've only got a few people who have been testing it for us listed on there. But once it's all uh, up and running, multiple people on there, you will see, obviously, different places. For example, if I click on that one, you can see this place called Crosshaven Computers. Uh, so yeah, I can hear him cheering in the background. Uh, but yeah, so there's quite a few different places on on there. Canny Clever IT and so forth. You can do searches and so forth. This is so you can find vendors and distributors just like yourselves. So if you need someone to help you locally to repair, uh, uh, let's just say iPhones. Let's just say you don't repair iPhones. You need someone to do it. You can look locally. Uh, you were looking for a specific <laughs> vendor's address. How to contact them? That's listed on there as well. You've also got um, options on there for distributors as well. So there's quite a few different ways you can go about it if you're wanting to. Uh, Again, we're only launching it today, so there's only a basic listings on there at the moment. Obviously, more of these will pop up over the next few days. Again, you find that on the Tech for Text website, which is techfortext.co.uk, and either go to forward slash join or just click where it says become a member at the top. It will take you to the page you can register. We also have a forums. Again, this is not to replace Facebook. This is to use in addition to Facebook. There's a lot of people out there who do not use Facebook, um, especially vendors and distributors. Some people prefer LinkedIn and so forth. It's just a central place where we've, A, got a backup, just in case, let's say, Facebook decided to close down tomorrow, uh, as well as places where we can keep and pin things. So like the polls and surveys, they usually get hidden in Facebook pages pretty straight straight, straight away as soon as we put them up. Well, we've got a special section. We can do polls and stuff like that on there. So you can do polls, you can vote on what you want and so forth. So it keeps it there. So you can figure out how much other people are charging and so forth. So there's quite a few bits and bobs on there. We'll be adding more features as time goes by as well. So just make sure you check it out. It's free to join. Uh, you can get directly to it from the join, as I said, become a member on the Tech for Text page, uh, which is techfortext.co.uk, uh, and then click become a member. Or you can go directly to it by just typing in TFT member, that's without an S on the end, .co.uk. You can see it up there. Uh, that will take you to the website as well, and you can register and set up. We have to manually accept every application on there, and we will check. Obviously, make sure you put your details in correct because we'll turn you down like we do on the Facebook group. Otherwise, so there we go. So let me turn that off for now and get back to something Jim wants to do. So let me just get rid of that one. Here we go. 
Okay, I'm on twice. Let's get rid of that one. There we go. Right then, Jen, what is it you want to do now? Well, time for tea. And this tea break is brought to you by EADR. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Oops. And this is going to be the perfect cup of tea, I'm sure. Oh, that's nice. I have no tea. We visited Allison on Monday, and uh, she and Steve were the most excellent hosts that you could ever see. Uh, Steve is very passionate about his job, and he took time to show me and Phil exactly the process that he does data recovery. Now, it went over my head, I must confess, Steve, but that's none of your fault. You're a great teacher and everything. It's just it doesn't work with me. <laughs> yeah, some of the stuff was technical. Uh, uh, yeah, Very. but uh, they were really sweet. They they gave us uh, some lunch there and everything and made sure that we were uh, oh, off and on our journey bed <laughs> uh we even got a picture with mrs c out front and um we have that on the the facebook group i do believe and uh we also on our tech for text tour uh swung by and we saw spire oh uh, that was on friday wasn't it? yeah on friday <clears throat> so yeah on friday we saw spire and again the perfect host if you've never been to spire before it is quite the experience. Uh, I did not expect it to be so um, big, but it, it's pretty big. You go up and and you can see the um, let's say the um, the office. Well, no, no, I don't. Um, the administration area. That's what I meant to say. The administra administration area, and then you've got the call center. Now the call center is huge. It is huge. It's all one big open plan area. And uh, everybody was so nice to us. Everybody got up out of their chair one at a time when they weren't on the calls, came up, shook hands with us. Someone uh, named Sonny, who is in the hospital, and I hope, Sonny, that you're doing uh, better now because uh, when we were down there, you were in the hospital and not feeling well. And... Uh, I've signed an autograph book for you, as has Phil, and I hope that reaches you. And I hope you do better soon. So um, that's that. Mm -hmm. We'll get well soon, Sonny. But, yeah, thanks again. So with that being said, I'm going to have a cup of tea. There we go. So, yeah, thanks again, Spire Technology and EADR. We will be visiting other places in the near future as well as we obviously get things sorted and so forth. So, if you'd like to have a cup of tea with us, all you've got to do send us a mug. It's that simple. Just send us a mug. Um, if you don't know our address, you can email me at info at techfortext.co.uk and I'll have a cup of tea with you next week. There we go. So, Mugs, send them over, and we'll stick them on the back as well when we get our new display stands yep. up and running. Right, okay, so let's get on to the main topic before we uh, run out of everything. So, right, so, Cormac, do you want to start us off, talk about uh, ChatGPT and AI? Right, we'll talk about ChatGPT. We can argue about ChatGPT. Chat, we'll just call it Chat. Um, AI. Yeah. Now, the way I look at this is that, honestly, it's such a game changer. It's 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 like we're sitting around the, and people are just after discovering fire for the very first time. In the sense that, look how far we have went in 30 years with the internet. Okay? And if you look at ChatGBT and what it's doing, the way I've been using it, I've done... Copyright on my uh, website. I, I'm not great at spelling. I'm probably dyslexic. I've said that before. I'm using it to write business letters. I actually have it in, in my Google toolbar, toolbar as a helper. Um, I've said before that I would pay for this to be used. Um, it is like, and I know you could say AI have, has been coming down the road for many years, but this is the breakthrough moment. Okay. And ye were talking about the I. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to talk, Peter, all the spot on. Um, you were talking about there, and people are criticizing certain parts of it about it's oh, it can't do this, it can't do that. Of course, it can't do that. It can't do that because it's still 
very, very early on, okay? And in the sense that if you looked at uh, if it, the way we'll talk tech about it, it's probably like at the stage that it's Windows XP, the first version of uh, Windows XP. It's that early out. Uh, if not, it's Windows 95. Um, now, Peter is right. I heard something so interesting today. I was listening to uh, to the Twit Network, and I was listening to... They are thinking ChatGBT4 is coming out, okay? And they, this is where, Peter, and I know you're a big fan of your Microsoft, they are talking about in the next few weeks. Now, there's a lot of hype out there, um, and there's a lot of mistruths out there at the, at the moment as well. But they are talking about um, launching ChatGPT inside the Bing or the Edge search engine. Now, if that takes off, it could... Now, I know Google has something come down the line. I do appreciate that. But it could nearly... Like, if I was Google, I'd be quaking at this this moment in time. And it's so interesting because it leads to a bigger conversation. If you were looking a few years ago, they were, you were looking at Facebook, you were looking at Google, and you were looking at a few of the others, and you were saying, they should be broken up. They're too big. And then I, I was listening to other arguments saying, yeah, they can't be broken up because they have... Uh, the Chinese firms are bigger and they said let the law of the market take over and I was thinking to myself but they're never going to knock Facebook off its perch they're never going to knock Google off its perch Facebook has been knocked off its perch by TikTok if this comes true if and if, uh, there could be a massive new search engine it doesn't have to be Bing it could be um, I got actually a notification there about some new search engine that's coming out do I want to sign up for it which would be more visually based and and this is what it's the key to it is that I think the days of reading texts and all this are gone. I think the new way of search is going to be visual. I think AI is going to create all this. Um, it's it's just it's 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 just awe. I'm just in awe of it at the moment. I really really am. The potential that can be with this. It's just. Game changer in a sense. Phil's articles, I don't think anyone gets that they weren't wrote by Phil. Um, yeah, I feel strongly about this one, folks. The future's here. There, there we go. So that's uh, Cormac's argument. I'm gonna argue in a few minutes about why it's so negative, but first of all, there's a lot of you out there, I'm pretty sure, who don't know even know what Chat GPT is or how it works and what it does. Basics is it's a bit like a Google search. You type in what you want, and it basically tells you. But instead of actually just bringing up a list of websites you have to click on and then research, it basically just tells you in text in a paragraph or two, or depending on how many words you want, you can even tell it, can tell me the answer in 100 words. It'll do it in 100 words for you. Um, it basically tells you the answer you're looking for, or it'll even write stories, jokes, whatever you want. So just to give you an example, this is going to be my first example in the main topic. Uh, Colmack will like this one. So I basically open chat GPT up, Anna says, experience gaming like never before with the MSI. Well, it wasn't that one. So let me press the right button this time. So I basically, let me hide the chat. I basically says, tell me a joke about an Irish computer engineer from Crosshaven. And as you can see there, it says, why did the Irish computer engineer from Crosshaven cross the road? And uh -huh. the answer is, get to the pub and buy a round of virtual beers for his friends on the other side. And there are more, as you can see, and I asked it to tell. Like, oh, Jack TPT is racist, making that con jokes towards the Irish. Oh, no, damn it, burn it down. <laughs> you know, but there you go. So you can ask you things simple like that, but you can go a little bit more advanced. Let me yeah. just give you a few examples. Uh, Jen's going to tell you uh, about one in a second. Let yeah. me just uh, show you this first, though. So these are some other questions I've asked it to do. So... I've typed in it, how can ChatGPT help my independent computer store? It gives you a list and tells you different things it can do, but probably not very precise. But if you want, you can then ask it another question, follow up, and say, give me some marketing ideas on the same subject, and it gives you loads of marketing ideas. 
If you want to know more about something specific like referral marketing or influencer marketing, ask it about that. So tell me about more about referral marketing and gives you a list of even more information. You can basically keep going and keep going. It'll go in depth as pretty much you want. You can then go uh, ask it questions. I'm not good at talking to customers. How can I get better? Again, gives you a list of how, and you can obviously go more in depth by asking it a question about one of those points. You can then ask uh, how to respond to bad feedback when it's not true. As you can see, I copied and pasted the bad feedback at the top of the screen here, and it tells you, dear customer, thank you for taking the time to provide feedback. We're sorry to hear about it, and blah, blah, blah. It's basically answering the questions for you so and it's making it look professional if you wanted to you could potentially ask it to write it in a professional way as a, like a 10 year old can read it or whatever you want um i basically says um uh, basically uh trying to uh, make a question uh, sorry an advert more funny and it writes out a funny advert for my computer store which we're calling abc computers so it's written a article there so a news article completely. Uh, also, um, aim it at professional. It rewrites it as a professional. So you're looking at professional people, businesses and stuff like that. There's all sorts of things. Um, you've got that bad feedback one again once you're showing twice that. But that just gives you an idea. Now, I'm going to show you one question here. Sir. Yeah, go ahead, Colmer. Because this is, I asked this in the group, and I, now that we have text here, I would love someone to check it. In Synchro MSP, okay, there you can write PowerShell commands to do stuff, okay? I don't know anything about PowerShell. What I, I did try, I did ask it to write PowerShell commands. Now, Richard said it can write code for apps. I would love to know if what it's writing is right in this sense. Can even a simple PowerShell command to, to, uh, to go to telecomputers shut down or something? I would love... If someone who has the skill set to check that and maybe come back to the group and say, yeah, that can write PowerShell commands. Um, I may even have to ask it what exactly is a PowerShell command. But the thing is that in for the practical use of that, that's that's amazing. You know, here is someone. The thing is, it will only know what someone has taught it. So if someone has taught it in error, it's only going to know what someone has taught it. So I wouldn't count on it 100%, but today I asked it. Uh, I was just having to play with it. I did all sorts with it. And I asked it for a recipe for buttermilk biscuits. And it wrote out, I kid you not, the instructions included with the ingredients on how to make biscuits. And this is exactly what my mother would do. Exactly. So I know that works. So code, yeah, maybe but see, not. But this, it, it's, and it even, it even, uh, it, it wrote me a song for Phil, about Phil. I asked it to write a song about a computer repairman from England named Phil. And I will post that in the Tech for Text group. It's kind of lengthy, but um, it's, it's really cute. It's just absolutely cute. It's got so much it can do, too. I, I wanted to trip it up today because it said it was a translator. So I went to, to Google, and I put in uh, to translate from English to Italian, um, Tech Talk is the best talk show in the world. So I put that in, in Italian, and I put translate, and then the Italian words for this in there and it translated it back to tech talk is the best talk show in the world so it does translate it's really brilliant Cormac. i mean it is and it's it's but see it's just so absolutely brilliant in the sense that right here in my house now i have the google home which was meant to be a game changer what you ask it you ask it to play ocean sounds when it goes to sleep yeah Set the timer this is this is just. This is a step above Siri, though. This is a step above this. If, if they this it passed this series, not in series, a joke, a toy. This if if you think Don't about talk bad about my series. No, I, I think they all loaded them. It's not, and it's like 
they're one-year-olds. This is an intelligent being as such, Neri. And if you just imagine the very fact that if once they get this app, you're going to have that app. Like, on your, like you're, why are you going to Google again? Why are you go, going to Google to ask for those butter uh, cookie tinamajiggies, in a sense? Why don't you, like, <laughs> that's exactly, no, seriously. And I'm like, what, I, I'm definitely going to be paying for it when it comes out. I, I want it. You know, you were talking about Google. That leads me over to the news. Um, Google is um, trying to uh, do their own version of this. It's called Apprentice Bard. Uh, And uh, Bard is built using Google's LAMDA technology, which is is sort of similar to the GPT series of AL language. AI language models that uh, ChatGPT itself is is running on. And uh, Google are testing uh, alternative versions of their homepage with one version uh, replacing the I'm feeling lucky. Uh, That's going to be replaced with prompts for potential questions, perhaps unsurprisingly, the design sounds similar to the homepage for the chat GPT, which lists examples of questions, capabilities, and limitations above search dialogue box. So it was only a matter of time before Google got their greedy hands on it. Yeah. So, well, I think they're all working on it, to be honest well, with Google you. Google has meant to have tra- trained theirs on a four times bigger database. So, yeah. You know, they could. Could. There was actually um, one of the guys on the team got fired mm-hmm. a few months ago, actually, regarding that. He actually worked uh, working on the mm-hmm. Google version, and they fired him because he thought that the software had become sentient, <laughs> as in it could actually think for itself and like a sentient being uh, sort of thing. And they fired him because he thought it was sentient. Well, How true that is or not? Yeah, I don't no, know. no, I, I listened. I listened to that story a lot. Now, the, the thing about it is you can start debating, then you really go down rabbit rabbit's hole. What is sentient at that stage? <laughs> you know? um, in a sense, no, I think this guy, to be fair, he I think he had a bit of a history. I'm surprised he was surprised he was employed by Google from what I heard of this story. But it is a matter of time. In a sense, if you look at it in 10 or 20 years' time, if they have this inside a robot and you've seen well, what it's they've kind done of like the robots, show humans, isn't it? It's but it's it's there's it's it's going to be a, a, this if you're talking to a robot and if it has this developed in twenty years time, you're definitely going to be it's we're on the verge of set we we're on the verge of creating a, another um another race of people that's exactly it um yeah, then again look at me dreaming to the future now Phil is going to tell us why it's going to kill us all. <laughs> well, I might do. I might just go through a few comments first. Yeah. So. Uh, um, so LinkedIn user, I put the link in chat already, but it's basically having problems finding chat GPT. Um, but the basics is the website is openai.com, uh, and there's a button where I try it to help click on that one negative for it at the moment, um, before I do the main ones is obviously because it's used a lot at the moment. It can be a bit slow and buggy. You sometimes have to refresh the page and so forth. It's just because of obviously high demand. But there is actually a news story what's come out today, funnily enough, which says that they're going to bring out a, or they're trying it at least for now, a subscription model for it. So you have to pay £20 a month to use advanced features. The free version should still work, apparently, but they're going to bring out a priority version, which is going to be about $20 a month, which is what that's. Fifteen, sixteen dollars or something uh, pound a month. Um, I think roughly around that line. So, but yeah. So well, next, I was impressed with it. If it can do, I would pay twenty pounds a month mm-hmm. if it would let me uh, do things like I did with it earlier, which was I wanted a script about a pod uh, for a podcast about the subject. It broke it down intro body into paragraphs blah 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 and it even had a conclusion and uh 
and it says uh, at the end, thanks for tuning in and join us again next time for more exciting tech discussions. You can't get better than that. All I need is someone to sit here, cardboard cutout, put a, a recorder behind it, and <laughs> then I don't have to show up for work. Mm, there yeah. we go. So, yeah, so definitely. Let me just carry on going through the chat. So Peter's saying um, he hasn't tried it, but it seems that people have been obviously uh, trying to do coding and stuff. Uh, Blue Bolt basically says similar sort of things about uh, some school. Uh, not sure what they're doing and what level, but uh, they're actually doing it. So people are playing about with definitely the coding side of things. Uh, have a bit. Uh, yeah, Richard, this is a bad, a bad thing. That The problem with ChatGPT, it can make everyone appear to be an expert in everything when they know nothing. Oh, That's God, one, of, one of my downsides I'll be talking about in a few seconds. We've got someone saying, evening, guys. Again, Facebook user, make sure you click the link. What's further up in the chat? Uh, Skynet is just around the corner as well. Um, yeah, Peter says it's showing its capacity right now. A lot of time you just keep refreshing and it'll suddenly let you in and then uh, you'll try to type something and it sometimes doesn't work. And LinkedIn user says, thanks for the clarification. Now, before I go through some of the negatives, I want to just show you what else you can do with chat GTP. And this is one thing. So let me just share my screen again. So, right. So you'll probably wonder where I'm going with this, but uh, just bear with me. So let me put this on the screen. Okay, so there's a laptop here. Let me just refresh the screen. Uh, as you can see, it's from CyberPower. It's not a cheap laptop. It's an MSI Katana GF76. Um, as you can see, it's around uh, about a grand roughly. Okay, and you're thinking, well, how can I use that? Well, if you're selling products and you want to put an advertisement either on Facebook or social media or even your website next to the products you're trying to sell, you can copy and paste the information from the manufacturer's website or somewhere else, which has got correct information, and paste it in chat GPT. So here I've got, here we go, your session's expired. One second, here we go. Um, I've basically put in chat GPT, write me an advert for this product and include hash at the end, as in hashtags and so forth, so it can be found on social media. I've copied the title in, copied the description in, and then it wrote an advert for me, okay? You're thinking, oh, that's pretty good. You've got an advert. You can post that on social media. Yes, but you can go a little bit further as well. So there is other programs out there which you can use. Uh, I think one's called Pictrify or something along that lines. And what happens when you paste it in, you can actually create your own advert and it will talk for you so it puts the pictures in and everything for you so for example obviously it's a lot of copyrighted so i couldn't actually put this bit on screen but just to show you uh what happens so dikatana gf 7612 ue 469 uk gaming laptop this laptop features a 17.3 widescreen display with a 144 hertz fhd 1920x1080 display providing you with smooth and seamless gaming Pre-order now and receive a full one-year license for Norton 360 VPN and security for gamers, ensuring you are protected while you game. This laptop is powered by an Intel Core i7-12700H processor and an NVIDIA-registered GeForce RTX 3060 GPU with 6GB of GDDR6 memory and DirectX 12.1 support. With 16 gigabytes of DDR4 3200ths of a megahertz RAM and a 512 gigabytes NVMe PCIe SSD Gen 4x4 without DRAM, this laptop is designed for ultimate performance. Don't miss out on this amazing offer and get ready to experience gaming like never before. Shipping begins on or after the 28th of Feb. One second, okay. Hannah. One second, Hannah. It obviously yeah. knows nothing. It just recommended Norton antivirus. It's finished. It knows nothing. All right. But actually, you you done something interesting there, and I like to talk there. You done something interesting. What you done was very interesting, but the figures it spat out was very boring. So it obviously doesn't yeah. know anything about social media. Now, you were just doing it as a case study, and it was a fa fantastic case yeah. study. And I'm not pulling you on that. I'm pulling, not pulling you at all. I'm just saying there is a skill set, and there will be you. There will be a job probably coming up 
for a person who knows how to talk and ask the right questions and get the right information mm-hmm. out of it. As in, there is going to be ads for programmers as such for Jack Chat GBT. If you put in crap, you'll get out crap. If you and I think they, another reason it was boring is it doesn't know emotion. And when we speak, we put emotion into the way we talk. I disagree. It does no emotion. If Phil had said that, Neri, he put it in the tone of an emotional tone or, a, or of a 15-year-old. I put it with a, if you if you had input, input, put this information in a friendly, non-professional, light-hearted way. That would have came mm-hmm. a different result. Phil knows this. It would have been a total diff. And that actually, Jenny, is the key to it. The key to it is actually, it seems to appear to write with emotion. In a sense, you could also have wrote that. You could have put that and you could have said, write that in a Taylor Swift sort of song way. And it will do that as well. Yeah, that's true. And that's one of the things why I wanted to actually bring this up. What All I did was basically copy the specifications yeah, yeah. and filled in the rest. Obviously, you can tailor it. That took me literally five minutes to get the text, paste it into the program, press submit, bang, you got a video. Not only did it do the reading, the pictures were also picked with AI as well. Was it? So that's all AI. I didn't tell it to put any pictures in there, whatever. Okay, some could have been a bit better and so forth. Obviously, I suggest with anything, you put a little bit more effort in than just going tick a box and just say, yes, do it like that. But it gives you a rough idea what it can do with very little work, and it's at very early stages. But obviously the negatives, which I was going to come to, Cormac's already mentioned. <laughs> yeah, but see a lot, see a lot, even Richard there, and like Will is saying a good thing about it, the users to make concern is true. And even Richard is saying, well, it can't, you know, people say things like 1,200 or 30, 36, you're right. But at the moment... This is what it is, lads. It's it's the fire is just lit. We're only standing around the fire. Of course, there's going to be yeah. an awful lot of things. Of course, I can't do that. But come back here in five, ten years' time. It's all over. You won't see us yeah, anyway. But it, it, it's, it's, that's what I think is the most fascinating thing about it. Yes, can it write code? Maybe not. But it will be able to write code. You know, us, us as techs know this already. If someone asks us, can you do this? We'll turn, come out and say, if, if, it's, if customer asks me, can we do this? Or do you know how to do this? My answer will be no, but by tomorrow I will, and I'll be back and we'll do it. That's it. But no. scale. There, there is one negative that I do see about it, one um, that I'm concerned about, and that's children going on it, trying to do their homework, and if they're having this thing to do it for them, it's going to dumb people down. I can see it dumbing down people. True, true. And I'm again, I agree on some of these points. I'm, we're, we're only doing it as a more an open discussion. But Jenny, I'll turn around and say this back to you. They said that about the calculator. Now you can answer, did dumb people down? But for the sake of an argument, they said that about the calculator as well. In a sense that. Should you embrace it? Now, I'll tell you a real fair. I'll tell you a real fair because Phil's after bringing up something as well about he put that into a generator and it gave it gave uh, a video text and all that, you know. At this present moment in time, and as Will pointed out, it's the user or the people being watching that. Most people were still so early in the internet, most people still believe what's on the internet, okay? If it's on the internet, it's true. Like, when we were young, we are all like, there was a rumor going around the playground about Marlon Manson, Marlon Manson, the singer guy, anyway, it's a kind of urban myth, which wasn't true. But everyone began to think it's true. Now, I'll come back to what I'm trying to make sense, is that if something appears, a deep fake appears on the internet, yeah, it could blow up the whole thing. And the truth is gone in the sense that if someone hacks in, an example I'm using there, someone hacks into Tech for Tech, okay, and uploads a video of Phil and Jenny declaring that Tech for Tech is finished, or Phil, or one of you, just just coming out, I'm just saying on a small scale, coming out and 
bad mouthing someone and bad mouthing everyone. I hate everyone in this group and I never liked you anyway and blah, blah. You know what? There could be a case of 50% of that group was just gone. You know, now you imagine a public announcer. People believe what they see on the internet and now we're asking them to cope with seeing, um, with seeing Joe Biden declaring um, war on Russia or something or Joe Biden, you know, in a room kissing someone or something. There's going. That's what my fear would be. The fake news or the thing is going to have a field day. And yeah, that's definitely true. There's a there's a lot of uh, negatives and positives to be honest to it. Just a quick reply though to what Richard Creedy said, um, like the the twelve seven hundred the models and stuff. You if you actually um, you can change change the text slightly when you're doing voice stuff, so you actually. Um, write in the way it sounds <laughs> rather than putting the numbers in it will actually say it properly but again it is one of those things it's got to learn to do different programs are slightly different as well um, we've got quite a few messages and um, people saying that uh, uh, let's get them back on um, someone heard on a podcast earlier that's a facebook user again facebook users if you click the link i just put in chat called chat.restream.iof forward slash fb it will uh, allow your name to be shown but basically you heard a podcast earlier on and basically uh, uh, someone asked um chat gpt should they commit suicide and it basically replied yes if they felt they needed to so there's going to be a lot of controversial things like that if that is mm. true i've come across a few things i must admit like that and it can be uh, could be uh, ethical concerns. Obviously, you've got privacy, fairness, accountability. You've also got issues with sensitive top topics like religion, hate speech and stuff. If you rephrase how a lot of the questions are, you can actually, sometimes it'll, if you put the question in, it'll say, oh, I can't answer that. But if you rephrase it a slightly different way, saying you're doing a research paper for university and you need to know about this subject, tell me more, it'll then answer the question for you. So there are a, a few bads uh, to that. So obviously, depending on, obviously, let's just say you're a religious person and you believe certain things, uh, or you're not a religious person and you believe other things, well, ChatGPT is going to tell you the basic scientific facts to it rather than possibly the cultural facts unless you ask it to include the cultural facts. So you have to watch out for some of the uh, questions yeah. it's going to be actually asking. So it's going to be straight to the point. It won't beat around the bush. If, if you ask it something about something, it'll say, yes, let's say, how was the universe created? Uh, it will just go through the scientific paper and say it was created by a big bang. It probably won't mention anything about God or any other form of um, religious person creating the Let me just step like right that. in here. Yes. Russell, Russell has just made my point mm -hmm. right here. His, his nine-year-old son had to do a paper, and uh, he, he used uh, the chat program, and it's, it's created it for him, and he's looking for a quick and easy way to do his homework. So that's why I said... I can see it dumbing down a, a good generation of, of children yeah. uh, right away because they're going to go, right, I want to go play video games. I know that's what I'd be saying. I'd say, right, get my homework done, five minutes, uh, right, I'm going to go play scum now. Yeah, but I can see it, it dumbing people down. They tend about, and again, and just again, because I could argue as strongly with you, as well, it's just, but the thing about the suicide thing, again, all right, and it's a very touchy subject, so we'll be gentle on that. But what's different to ChatGPT, except that it went past the safeguards on ChatGPT, because I imagine there, that podcast was trying to, as Phil put it, he rewarded the question, okay? I would imagine, I'm just saying, it. so what's different to that than going into Google and asking Google, an inappropriate question like that, how to do something, how to do this, if you get my meaning, yeah? Except there was mm -hmm. probably precautions trying to be built into chat GPT, but there's going to be so many stories out like that. Now, Russell yeah. has a very good point. Could also turn around and say, fair play to Russell's son for being smart enough, because I tell you what, most of Russell's sons are people in his class didn't cop on to that. 
you know? Yeah, but um, he won't learn his lesson. And we're just blissfully unaware. Maybe Russell's son's so computer literate that he copped onto that. Most of them didn't, I tell you that. So, you know, that's still uh, that's still a gray area. You know, um, I was having a, a conversation this weekend with some family, and my brother-in-law and I were sitting there, and we remembered when you had to go to the library to do a research paper, there was no Google. Your Google was called Card Catalog, and you had to be pretty knowledgeable to know how to use this device because it wasn't simple. And it would lead you in the right direction to do your research paper, which you then had to either write it longhand or, or type it out, depending on how your teacher wanted you to do it. So there was a lot of work involved in essays and research papers back then. Fast forward. We've now got the Internet. We've got Google. And you Google, oh, uh, uh, let's say, uh a story about uh, trees and the growth of trees and how trees grow, research paper about that. And you Google it, and it comes up with different websites and all this information everywhere where we had to dig through books and books and books to get the same information and decide which one was going to be best. Now you've got this on the on hand, and you say, write me an essay about trees. We've even, we've gotten even, you know, I'm serious. We we, are, we really need to watch out because we're dumbing down people. Yeah, there's definitely a way to put about, put, uh, put about it. There's another side of things as well. Yeah, you had, Richard's right. You had to actually read a book to learn. Yeah. Absolutely. A, another oh. way of thinking about it, just, sorry, Cole. No, 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 yeah, we were going to say, I think this is going to go over a little bit, but we'll try and keep it short. But something to think about, literature. This was brought up last week. I can't remember who it was. I think it was one of the vendors. I don't know if it was Russell or someone else. It was someone watching, and he said that basically they asked ChatGPT to write their kid a, bed, a bedtime story. And then obviously they read it out to them and so forth. And then yeah. next week they can ask, or next day they can ask it to do a part two, part three. Brilliant. Okay. Three stories. But what happens to all the authors what write children's books? Yeah. Do you need them anymore? If you can get a program yeah, to write a whole book for them. feeding the horses before they, they cars came along. I don't know the answer to that in a sense. Um, I don't know. It depends in two ways. About the school, there's an argument in the school as well. And I, I haven't seen it. Uh, seen it developed. I don't know the answer to this one, but there's an argument I was listening to uh, to uh, uh, Professor Jarvis today on the This Week in Google and his argument, and he teaches students, his argument is that you embrace it in the school. Now, I don't know how that uh, plays, but instead of fighting it, bring it in. Um, I don't know. That is really open for a discussion. You know, I don't mm -hmm. know exactly, you know. Um. I know there's a thousands. What we have to all agree, it is amazing, though. That's it. Another one. Someone's just brought up Facebook user again. Click the link I've posted a few times. It'll allow your post of uh, your name to be shown. But um, it says YouTube channels. How many of us have actually searched mm -hmm. YouTube uh, to learn how to do something? Exactly. Um, which obviously, I think this sort of thing's going to take over. But the question is: Is all these YouTubers who make money? or livelihoods from making tutorials of how to do things, they're going to be, well, sort of redundant because you could just ask a program and it's going to tell you, and it won't be long before they get an AI. Um, well, you can already get AI talking things with the mouth moving and all sorts. You just paste the text in and it tells people how to do things. So you could potentially lose jobs from it, a lot of jobs. And again, not just from the likes of YouTube or people writing books. It could be advertising and marketing if people don't need to go yeah. to websites anymore. There's going to be less advertising and marketing on these websites, and the websites will probably go bust because, well, chat yeah. and GTP will answer the question straight away. I, I can see that people going to school for uh, marketing and, and advertising and things like that uh, not needing that degree anymore. Yeah, but All they've got to do is have the specs for a machine Put it into this chat, JP, and and 
boom, you know, you've already got your adversement uh, ready to go in air. Yeah, but they, they tell about it, like even they tell about writing a book or reading a book and all that. That was a very one-sided way of learning in the sense that, like, that's the way we learned in school, okay? Now, as I left school, it didn't suit me. It didn't suit me in any way, shape, or form. I left school thinking I wasn't intelligent because I couldn't concentrate and read on all those books, whereas visual learning totally suits me and quick, fast learning suits me way better than what writing way long, long programs. So to, about that argument that we should write books and we should read this and that, I would be more of the belief that, actually, do you know something? I'd be more of the belief with what Will is there, is Will is saying, because Jenny's right, I'm right, and Phil's right. We're all right in our own particular way. It's going to balance itself out, hopefully, mm -hmm. you know. Well, that's yeah. it. A lot of people might be thinking I'm being negative about it. No, no. We need no. Negativity, negativity in this to go with the positives. Personally, mm -hmm. I will be using it um, for different things. Not to take over what I do, but to assist or help or speed things up, maybe. You could say that's um, reducing some the chance of me employing someone else. It'll reduce my stress, that's but for sure. Well, I admire you both. makes it easier for me. I admire you both for taking this stance of that this is dangerous because we could easily have switched this around and I could have taken this stance. So anyone listening, mm -hmm. we kind of had it, like there was no point to three of us agreeing on this because it yeah. was quite I mean, it's got, it's got good points yeah. and it's got bad points. We, yeah, yeah, but it was good that we all hashed it out rather than, yeah. than just because that's, 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 that's the way we're going to do it. stutter. That's, I'm probably getting tired here. So we <laughs> that's why stutter comes in when I'm tired. That's it. Well, we're about to finish the show. Well, let me just leave you with one final thought. What happened if, obviously, something like ChatGPT took over, um, like as in over Google? I'm not saying on about the world or anything like here, that, but took over ChatGPT, uh, took over the likes of Google or Microsoft Bing or whatever it is, and it becomes the dominant search engine type thing out there. Now, what happens if someone hacks that? Ooh. <laughs> You could say, oh, you can't hack something like that. Oh, well, yes, you could. No offence, but Norton got hacked last week, and they're a security company. No offence, Norton. Other ones have uh, in the past as well. But Different subject, different Different time. subject, different time, <laughs> and so on. I think pretty much every security company probably has been hacked. Yeah, everyone can get hacked. Yep. I think they won't laugh at Norton over that. If it's yeah. one of those things where it's out there in front of everyone, everyone will want to try and happen. If it goes down, they want to hack it, whatever it may be, it could cause some real damage because it only provides information from its database. If someone manages to get its database and change it, hey, presto, it could be giving out completely wrong answers. So that could be from a virus, hacking, who knows, uh, malware, whatever you want to call it. Right, guys, I know we haven't had time to go through everyone's um, comments and so forth, but we do appreciate it. Yes, obviously, you can always go down the chat afterwards um, on obviously and check it out yourselves. Depending on the platform you're on, you might see different chat, though. But um, we've gone slightly over the hour, so we're going to have to end it there. But we will be on next Thursday at 8 o'clock. Again, we haven't picked topic just yet. Uh, we've got a few ideas planned out. If you are interested at any point on being a live show, whether it's my show or Cormac's show, let us know because there's uh, obviously we do need guests. We need new faces. We want yeah. new views, new ideas. Obviously, it's just seeing us all the time. Well, it can probably get a little bit boring, maybe not, because we have a bit of a laugh a lot of the times with us all, but it's always nice to have a bit of fresh blood on uh, that we can actually uh, poke some fun at now and again or actually get some good advice from. So Again, thank you to the team at EADR for the perfect cup of tea. There we go. But also, thank you for Cormac for joining us tonight, as always. Again, if you haven't already, uh, make sure you pop onto his TikTok page which I'm putting on screen there. So it's basically tiktok.com uh, forward slash the at sign Crosshaven Computers. And obviously you'll be able to see a lot of his TikToks he does. I really recommend you check him out. Uh, like, well, it's not like, it's subscribe or follow, whatever it is on TikTok. I've still not got it down to 100%, but 
do it anyway, and you'll get there. And if you are wanting to look at, uh, watch some of his shows, what he's done, he did an interview with me um, last week. He's got some oh, other plans yeah. coming up. Do you want to give us a bit of a tease what your next interview is going to be? Yeah, about? we're actually we're going to do chat GBT again, and then after that we got Milton IT. He has around fifty thousand followers on uh, TikTok. He's unreal, just literally unreal. And then after that we got another TikToker coming up with a hundred thousand followers. But after that, I'm trying to get some. I be I open your Facebook. I be coming after uh, a few people in this group to come on for some more Doom Tech ones as well. Okay, nice one. Cool. Thanks again, Cormac, for that. And before everyone goes, remember, as I said, we are live next week. And if you do want to join Tech for Text or see any of our content, just go to the Tech for Text website. It's techfortext.co.uk, straightforward. If you're interested in the event, you can see it scrolling across the bottom. It's tftmax.com, but you can also find it on the main website. And if you want to join, uh, obviously, the Facebook community or our new membership area, um, as I said before, feel free to do that. You can find that again on the Tech for Text website along with podcasts and all the other things we do. There's lots of stuff on there. So I'm just going to leave you now and thank you all for watching and we'll see you you next time. But before you do go, make sure you watch this. Can you go and meet hundreds of people just like you, strengthen existing relationships and forge new ones with vendors and distributors and meet some of the biggest names in the industry where you can go and see the newest tech and services that you need to make your IT business grow. And there'll be thousands of pounds worth of prizes up for grabs. Then what's more, you'll get that for a quid. TechMax 2023 will be on the 23rd of June at Magna Adventure and Science Centre near Meadowhall in Sheffield. This event will be over four times larger than last year's event, and this year's event will incorporate a live tech awards, dedicated meeting rooms, demo and interactive areas, and up to 800 other techs just like you. Get registered now at tftmax.com.